chats with Claudia and Ailish. She's like, you stupid girl, how do you know? She literally pulled me by my ear off the stage. You dumb, dumb girl. And I literally hear <laughs> it on the video. You stupid, stupid girl, I kill you. Welcome to Stage Chats, the place where we discuss what really happens on and off stage in the dance world. Now, just disclaimer, I'm very sorry. I've got a bit of a husky voice yeah, today. Yeah, you do actually. <laughs> Sometimes when I go into teaching a lot, like my voice just goes. Yeah. I don't know what it is. So much talking. Yeah. Lots of talking. <laughs> Chatterbox. <laughs> yeah. So guys, today we have a really cool episode. We are going to be discussing toxic teachers. Mm. So we're going to be talking about our experiences, plus just our advice and also our thoughts on toxic teachers, how they behave, how to handle them, all of that, you know? Yeah, it's really important, I think, because I feel like every dancer has gone through some sort of toxic. having a toxic teacher. So. Exactly. Yeah. Or if you haven't gone through it, unfortunately, you probably will experience it. So I think if you have some, you know, good advice up your sleeve, just so you know exactly how to handle it. Yeah, perfect. So today you guys can win a Pro Bag 2.0 just by listening to this episode. So all you've got to do is take a selfie when you're listening to this episode and tag at Stage Chats on Instagram and we're going to be picking a winner on Monday. So make sure you guys tag us, take a selfie and do all that because you can win a pro bag 2.0. The best pro bags in the world. Literally. <laughs> now, I don't know about you, Ailish, but I've definitely experienced toxic teachers in my time. Have you? Oh my you? God, way too many, way too many teachers. It's I actually know. ridiculous. I know, right? Yeah. I had it from when I was like 12 all the way through my professional career. And I think it might be important for us to just chat about some stories and experiences that we went through. Yeah. And give our advice along the way like and to realize like if you do have a toxic teacher not to take on their comments so no. yeah I reckon we just get straight into it exactly so I remember this one experience right I won't go into where I was training or anything like that yeah but basically you guys might guess it <laughs> pretty obvious <laughs> yeah and I basically got called in because they wanted me to be a part of the Giselle production because pretty much all the company members were injured like there was just one of those I think it was one of those um times where just everyone was getting injury after injury Injury. It yeah. was a busy season, all that. So they needed some students. So I was yeah. called in, and well, that's I, cool. well, I know, yeah, yeah, you used to be able to. Well, I think actually you still can do that. I think yeah. it's still a thing. Anyway. I was obviously petrified. Mm. So we were in the rehearsals of Giselle, all is good. Then it came to the dress rehearsal. So mm. on stage, hair and makeup, everything, right? And I'm in the front line because I'm quite small for yeah. that company. So I was in the front line, like sort of leading it. And basically I thought I was doing everything fine. I was in the middle of the production. It was a dress rehearsal, as I said, so there was no audience, but yeah. there were um, people just like sponsors and things watching. So there were people watching. It yeah. was still, yeah, Mini quite, performance. Yeah, mini performance. Yeah. So anyway, I finished this quarter ballet segment and basically I can feel like honestly something on my shoulder and ear and I'm like what is this so Giselle you wear these like big like veils over your face mm. but I could feel something on me and I'm like what is going on this ain't a veil <laughs> <laughs> this is not my veil um and basically it was it was the ballet mistress I'm not even kidding Ailish she literally pulled me by my ear off the stage and was like get off stage what yeah, she basically was screaming in my face about like not staying in line. Like, how do you not know how to stay in line? You've been doing all the rehearsals, blah, blah, blah. was just going off of me. And literally the whole company at this stage, they were off stage too. They were all like staring at me and I was a student. Oh my God. So you can imagine like how embarrassing and Did humiliating. you burst into tears? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just oh, 
immediately started to cry and I was like, can you please tell me what I did wrong? I've got no idea. And she's like, you stupid girl. How do you not know what you've done wrong? And I am just like mortified, right? And it was so bad that the company members were coming up to me and going, Claudia, it's okay. You're not going to lose your contract over this because I literally had just got my Raw Ballet contract. Oh my God. I know. And I was so mortified. And one of them was kind enough to go, okay, Claudia, I'll teach you how to stay in line for this particular production because Giselle has really complicated yes. quarter ballet alignment yeah. basically yeah. in the lines. So she took me upstairs, taught me what to do. And I was like thinking in my head, because obviously I was only 17, I was like, it would have been so nice for the ballet mistress to just tell me what I was doing wrong as opposed to screaming in my face. Like she never actually told me how to fix it. She was just like, you stupid girl, it was just humiliating me. Mm. And I was never told how to fix it. And I think this is the biggest thing with toxic teachers. They don't actually know how to like teach and nurture. It's mm. it's more along the lines of like just humiliation and do you yeah, know what like I'm saying? they belittle you but they never tell you how to improve. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the big issue. And um when I stepped away from this situation, honestly my whole time at the company, she would give me a hard time. So for all those years, she was always on my back. Like she just had it out for yeah, me basically. And I don't understand that also. Like yeah. teach they've gone through their career they should want the best for their dancers like they're working for a company like Mm -hmm. help them get to the greatest exactly a dancer is a part of that company why yeah Yeah, and they know and they know how hard it is too. like ballet already is really tough mentally and physically and I think if you're a teacher you're in a position where you can kind of make or break someone you Mm -hmm. know and in that moment I was so young she almost broke me like I was so humiliated but then I realized you know from there it's like that's just one little thing it makes you stronger and I just I knew from that moment that I was going to have to prove myself with her and as I said for years and years she still had it out for me would call me back after productions and just nitpick and say belittling things and I'm like this is just this feels like a kindergarten. Yeah, like is it a jealousy thing? Like I yeah, don't understand what's going on. Yeah, what it is. So bizarre. Very weird. So were you scared to do any more productions? Or? Yeah, yeah, so like after that basically I remember for the actual productions of um, Giselle, obviously from that dress rehearsal I was petrified. So when I went on stage, instead of being like excited and focused towards, you know, what I was about to do, I was just terrified. Yeah. And you know when you're so terrified you stuff up more? Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally. I know that way too well. And I just remember like always just thinking her behaving that way didn't get the best out of me. In fact, it made me worse. I couldn't perform to my best. I was just too worried about her screaming at me, not actually focused on what I was about to do. No, and you can't, I feel like when you dance, like you need to relax and enjoy. But if you're so uptight because you're nervous about someone screaming at you, you can't actually do anything. Your muscles are like all gripped and you're shaking. Exactly. And you're worrying. the worst. Yeah, and you're worrying about the wrong things. So that's another thing as a teacher, if you're listening to this, like to get the best out of someone, you've got to uplift them. You yeah. can't belittle them. It makes yeah. them, it makes people, and this is just in general too, it doesn't get the best out of someone. It makes people go the other way, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And like constructive criticism, like, mm. you know, give someone a correction, but in a way that makes them motivated exactly. and want to work, not just like, oh, well, I'm not good enough. I'll never yeah. make it. Why do I even try? Exactly. Like, th- that's just so wrong. Yeah, it's so yeah. wrong the way some people go about it. So I don't know about you, Claudia, <laughs> yeah. but I just remember the anxiety of 
of having a certain teacher come oh, in yeah. and teach your class. Yes, I can relate to that. Yeah, like I just remember having one teacher and we mm. would literally have girls like shaking and throwing up. Like What? Uh, from the nerves of having this teacher walk into the room. Like they'd always come in and we were all like, okay, they're going to be in a terrible mood. You know, like they were a smoker. Like, what? Yeah, and so we were like, he's probably having a cigarette. Like <laughs> sitting outside, not wanting to come in and teach our class. Yeah, so we were literally shaking serious? and we needed come in we'd all I was so uptight and I remember one time I was at the bar like we would um because we had set combinations mm. for the week so yeah. we had to remember them and we'd mm. just go straight into it yeah um and I remember one time I was literally in the middle of plies and he'd come over and whisper in my ear and just be like you look so awful today like can you what? actually try and just walk off <gasps> and see that's like another level because you know what there's toxic teachers that scream and yell which is awful right yeah. but then you've got the other end of teachers where they're just like quiet but so manipulative yeah like he wouldn't he like he would yell at me a lot Mm. but it was just those little words that like um that is so wrong and just walk away and not tell you what was wrong how to fix it yeah that is the biggest issue hey and like I just remember being so nervous like like as you said before Mm. so scared to actually dance like if we had to do some things like one by one Mm. I literally would be like standing in the corner like I, I can't do it. And you'd freeze like, up. I actually can't go ahead and do it because I'm just thinking about, oh, all the horrible things like he was going to say to me rather than the corrections to actually perform it. Yeah, like, that's terrible. And you just, yeah, as I said, you just freeze up, yeah. don't you? What about that story? There's one that Ailish told me. She had this teacher, right? And she just, you said that she used to pick on you a lot. Oh, yeah. She used to pick on me a lot. I think because when I first started at this certain school, mm-hmm. I was quite lower than mm. everyone else. Like, like everyone, in standard? Yeah, standard. Oh, okay. Like everyone had already been there for two years mm. and I had just come in. Mm. So I felt like there was a lot, you know, like when you change schools and stuff, there's always like different corrections and yeah, stuff. Yeah. People have different ways of, you know, Doing dancing. Things. And yep. I think mm. I definitely had to be moulded um, into her training. So I just, yeah, remember her just really picking at me and I just felt like such a weak link. Like Aww. I felt like everything I did was wrong. And I think because my training had been different in the past. Mm. I wasn't used to, yeah, her style of training. And then Ailish showed me this video, right? And Ailish is basically doing this solo. Oh, yeah, this solo. <laughs> Guys, listen to this. Um, So I was performing this so- the same solo for the YGP story where I fell over in yeah. previous episodes. Yeah, you we know how about. at the end Ailish was saying she kept falling over at the end, that no matter what she thought about, yeah. like she just kept falling over. If you haven't listened to it, you need to go listen yeah, to it. Yeah, it's fine. But anyway, it was that solo. Um, it was that solo. And I remember there was... Um, um, it was Bikita and it was like a full on diagonal, like all on releves on mm. one leg. And I had like a tendency as a dancer to have my weight back. Yeah. So I couldn't travel forward because you yeah. meant to travel. Anyway, <laughs> she's yelling at me being like, forward, forward. And then she was like, you stupid, stupid girl, I kill you. <laughs> she said, I'll kill you. And Ailish showed me the video. She literally is like, you stupid girl, I'll kill you if you drop your leg. <laughs> and then all that's not even the worst of it, honestly. Like, that's actually funny. Some of the stuff she said, I was like, ouch. But, but she was dead serious. Yeah, like, in oh, the video, like, serious. we're laughing about it now. Because you, I think you have to laugh or you'll cry. Yeah, yeah. But in the video, this this woman's dead serious, guys. Oh, and then yeah. what about you said also that her friend, like, this is how much the teacher kept picking on Ailish. Yeah. So Ailish was performing the solo and her friend was in the audience sitting next to the teacher. And when Ailish kept falling over at the end. She was like, you dumb, dumb girl. And I literally... <laughs> 
hear it on the video after me, um, like, filming. And I was just like, oh, God. It's just like, what is wrong with these people? Like, I remember, speaking of YAGP too, yeah. right, get this. This is so messed up. And this is what I'm talking about when it comes to toxic teachers. There's the ones that yell and then yeah. there's the ones that are manipulative. Oh, yeah. And that's almost worse, And they play mind games. It's the mind games. Yeah. Okay, so get this. We're in our um, class, right, and I'd been picked to go to YAGP. So I was yeah. doing Gemzardi. I had to rehearse it, right? Yeah. If I don't rehearse the solo, like, is it going to be good when I go on stage? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not the way that I want it to yeah. look. Anyway, and I was also representing this school too. So I also wanted to, you know, feel good about it as well. Anyway, um, this teacher knew that I was going to YAGP, right? And basically she rehearsed everyone in the class's solo, right? Everyone else spent five minutes with everyone, gets to the end of the lesson and there's about three minutes left and she goes, oh, Claudia, we don't have time to do yours today. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm the one person that actually needs to do, do my it. solo. Yeah. Like I'm about to go to YGP. What the, I, I was so furious. And I remember just like calling mum afterwards, just feeling helpless. Yeah. Like it is, you feel helpless because yeah. you're like the person that's like of authority towards mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. is just saying all the, I remember talking to my mum too yeah. about it and I was just like, I don't know what to do. Exactly. Oh, our dogs are here by the way, if you hear them. Yeah. <laughs> um, <awesome>. Yeah. <laughs> They're just barking. Um, Yeah, and that's the other thing too. When the person in power and who has all the control of the class, when they don't have your best interests at heart, there's a huge issue. And that's what I felt here. It's like I had to rehearse this solo. It's it's almost like she didn't want me to do well. No. So she didn't want me to rehearse it. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's so crazy. So I think in that situation, you know, I remember just going into one of the studios by myself and just rehearsing myself. Yeah, you just have to take it upon yourself. Hey, like video yourself, record being like, okay, mm-hmm. well, if they're saying I never hit fifth position and they're never like helping me to yeah. do it, then maybe I need to do it myself. Exactly, like, exactly. And I remember actually approaching a teacher that I knew had my best interest and just saying, hey, my solo is not getting rehearsed. Like, can you please just watch it for me yeah. once? And they like spent a whole half an hour with me because yeah. I think they were like, oh, this poor girl, like she's trying, but yeah. you know, obviously someone's got it's it out like for her. It's not like you weren't motivated. You actually yeah. wanted to. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Hey. So crazy. So another competition story. Oh, we love them yeah, we, love com- we love competitions. <laughs> um, anyway, so a director came over to me after I had performed mm. at our competition and was saying like, you know, we see so much potential for you yeah. and we would love to create pathways for you in your professional career. Cause it was, I was still at school at this time. Got it. Okay. And I remember I was talking to this director and I was obviously like so Excited. amazed. Yeah. I was just like, wow, like it's good to see that other people notice you yeah, and everything exactly. like that. Yeah. Anyway, so my teacher came over. So is this the toxic teacher? This is the toxic oh, teacher. No, yeah. And the teacher came going. over and was like, Oh, like, you know, I see you talking to Ailish, like what's going on? Yeah. And um and the basically the director was saying, like, you know, they saw potential for me and wanted to create opportunities for me. Yeah. And so my teacher goes, No, she's not ready. She what? still can't hit fifth position. She still can't do all of this. She needs another year of training. She's not good enough. Are you no kidding? director, uh, no company will take her, all this stuff. What? And I was literally just standing there. And I was just like, wow, way to ruin this for me. Like, so, the te- so the toxic teacher, she just didn't want to see you getting ahead. No. <gasps> Do you know what I think this is? I just had a realisation. I think a lot of teachers, like, I know this is quite touchy to say this, but I think a lot of teachers sometimes, if they haven't made it or done what your opportunity is that you're about Mm. to step into, if they haven't done that and they wanted to do that, it's like they're stopping you from doing it because they never got to do it. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's what I feel like it is. Yeah, I feel like that too. But I also feel like teachers, they want to, even though I still obviously couldn't, I wasn't perfect. Mm. No one in ballet is ever perfect. No, exactly. I think they still wanted me to really master some things, but like they wanted it to do them themselves. Like they wanted that credit rather than like helping me pursue, like I could have gotten like a second company opportunity or something like that. It's like almost they wanted to take the control over you to be like, we're the people that are making her good and then send you off. But it's also like, is that for your best interest? No, No. it's for the school's best interest or the teacher's best interest, which is again, so wrong. It's like in the dance world for the, for the dancer, it's their journey. Like teachers, you can't hold people back. Yeah. Do what's best for the dance and not for yourself. Exactly. And I just see it so often, even like obviously being a coach nowadays, some of the stories I hear, like I've heard teachers throwing chairs at parents. I've heard like the, the abuse that some parents cop from kids. I've, I've even experienced like my teacher playing mind games with my parents being like, Mm. don't listen to your mum and dad. Like, it's just so messed up. It's like, come on teachers. Like you have so much power here and you're in a position where you're making a very big impression on a young person and also their parents. And it's like their relationship. You don't want to ruin that. Like it's so. Parents and teachers should have the best interest of the Mm. child. Yeah. Not just one way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Actually, I had this like really (laughs) traumatic story too. I remember just growing up again, there was this one teacher. She just, again, I don't know what it was. She just had it out for me. I think Mm -hmm. it was because her daughter was in the same grade as me. Oh, here we go. So basically, so yeah, just to set the tone. So she's the teacher, right? And then she's got a daughter. Her daughter's in the same class as me. And I was obviously in competition with her daughter, if that makes sense. Not that it's a competition, but it just seems that way, right? So I was in like the Australian Ballet ITP program, like doing all my extra things with Queensland Ballet, like all those things. But unfortunately the daughter, she never sort of got into those things. I'm not sure why, but anyway, she just hadn't. But it came to crunch time. And I've said this before, I put all my eggs in one basket and was like, I want to get into the Australian Ballet full-time school. Basically it came to that moment and this particular teacher it was rumoured, like I know from a good source, that apparently she said, Claudia, like, no, don't take her, but take my daughter. Oh, my God. So the daughter ended up getting in and then me and my friend who were in the ITP at the time didn't get through. And it was just so sus at the time because, like, her daughter wasn't in any of those um, extra other programs, right? But me and my best friend were and it was like we were kind of the people that were sort of meant to go into the full-time program but we never got in but her daughter did all of a sudden. And this this teacher, she had contacts. Like, she knew people in the dance world. Yeah, it's who you know, honestly, in the dance world. (laughs) Sometimes it's just, like, who you know. And, like, this teacher, again, I know she had it out for me. Like, I'd go to class. She wouldn't correct me. She'd ignore me. Like, just give me a hard time. I'd walk out of class like crying because again, you just feel defeated. And um, she just gave me a hard time, even still to like, I went to the Royal Ballet School, went to the Royal Ballet Company, came back. I was announced an ambassador for a big brand Mm. and the big brand, right? They posted it on their Instagram page. Like Claudia Dean is now our ambassador. She had the audacity, this toxic teacher to comment on the brand's photo and be like, Claudia Dean does not deserve this. Like, Still to this day. Oh my God. 
had a career of three years, like whoop-de-duck, like commented something so horrible. And um, the brand, they called me and they were like, hey, Claudia, like, who's this woman? And I was like, oh, I know who she is. Like, she's given me a hard time literally since I was 12. Um, And they were like, this is just so embarrassing for her. Like, I can't believe it. And it's just crazy because like she had the audacity to literally still bully and like belittle someone. Like I was like 20. As adults. Yeah, I was like 22 at that point. I'm like, bro, you've been doing that since I was 12 and you're still doing it now and I'm 22. Like get a grip. Like honestly, I think you sort of like grow up and you realise how toxic some of these people are. I'm like, you need to go and sort out your issues because I think a lot of teachers, they they take it out on, on other people because they haven't actually sorted out and gone through and worked through their own issues themselves. I agree. And I feel like ballet, because it is such a stressful career. Mm. And if they're a teacher that has gone through that career, they obviously, you know, might have some issues and mm. that haven't been sorted out. So yeah. they take it out on the next generation, which is just makes the environment so toxic. Exactly. Because then obviously those, like that generation of kids, they're going to think that that's like how the dance world is where it shouldn't be. Like no. I think our generation right now, if you're listening to this, like put a stop to toxic behavior, you know, mm. I know whenever I coach a, a student, it's even like the way you say things to them. Instead of saying to someone, hey, Sally, you got an awful sickled foot. It's like say, hey, Sally, how about we shape your foot there? I'm going to show you how to do it. Like yeah. that's that's literally how I approach it because I've been around so many toxic teachers. I know how humiliating it can be if you're in that position as a student. Yeah. And like kids, they love to dance. They want to leave feeling good because mm-hmm. they enjoy it. They don't mm. want to leave feeling so bad about themselves because yeah. they, you know, didn't hit a fifth position. Like, exactly. who cares? Exactly. <laughs> and you know what also that gets me too, like, because even when I hear toxic teacher stories from my, you know, dancers that I coach, I'm also like, at the end of the day, Sally, if I'm talking to a student, yeah. right, when you went into that studio, you were there to give it your all, right? Mm. And she's like, yes, of course. Like, I love, I love to dance. Like, that's yeah. why I'm there. And I'm like, that is all that matters. Yeah, if agree. your intention is to go into the studio, work your hardest, and there's a teacher that's out to get you, that's the teacher's problem. Yeah. Because the way that I see it is, you should be going to the studio, giving your all. And if your intention is to work your hardest, like a teacher should recognize that. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like sometimes like you dance for other people, mm. like other people's recognition rather than dancing for, for yourself. yourself. I know. And that's the big thing. Yeah. Hey. And later in the years, I don't know about you, but mm. I definitely lost that. I felt like I was dancing to please directors and teachers rather than being like, you know, I actually love to dance. I'm doing this for me because I love music. I exactly. love movement, but not pleasing someone else. And it's hard to break that up. I feel exactly. And I think too, you're probably that way as well because of the toxic environments that you had been in, because it was all about pleasing that teacher rather than trying to like please yourself, which is so sad. So, and I feel like your happiness, like my happiness was dependent on my teacher's mood. Like if my teacher gave was like, Oh, you actually did that really well. I would feel like, Oh, you know, Mm. I have a purpose rather than just being like, Oh, why do I even try? Yeah. And that's just like, again, it's sad that that's what it comes down to. But I think like if you're a dancer, recognize and try and go, okay, I'm doing this for me. I'm not doing this because of trophies, a teacher's comments, accolades. I'm not doing it because of that, because the minute that you're doing it for that, I think your passion, like it will just get squashed so quickly. Always remember why you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And also like, if it is dependent on those like accolades and things, what happens like when you do receive a bad, you know, comment from a teacher or you don't get first, you don't get your trophy, like all of a sudden you're squashed. 
washed. You feel flat. Yeah. So it's like you have to make sure you are doing it for you. And be proud of what you've done. Mm, I exactly. Yeah. So as you guys know, before every episode, we take a selfie asking questions of what you guys want us to answer. And one of you has asked us, how do you guys deal with the anxiety aspect of performing? It's a really good question. Yeah, it's a very for good me question. personally, I had to listen to the music. So mm. I um, remember getting some big headphones and I would like literally put them on, have my music going. And I would actually like lie down on my back with my legs in the air on the bar, basically just visualizing the performance going the way that I wanted to with the music playing. And I do that over and over and over again. I found that really helped me and it soothed and calmed it's my like mind. It's like meditating, hey? Yeah, it kind yeah. of was. Yeah. yeah. What about you, hey? Um, So I would watch a recording of like a professional dancer doing mm. the variation That's and cool. watch me doing it. And then yeah. I'd also, I would write out my corrections after every rehearsal. Good. So I would read like my latest corrections. That's and then, good. Yeah, just get ready. Yeah. Sometimes I just like didn't want to think about anything. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, just go on and do it. Yeah. You know, another thing too, I think turning your nervous energy into positive energy is really important yeah. too. Like not letting yourself go into that bracket of like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. Like rather like instead of feeling like that, just feel pumped. Like yeah. go, okay, I'm ready to do this. Like I've been rehearsing this for so long. Like I need to get it on stage. And like, no, you're prepared. Like if you've, mm. you know, done the preparation and done the hard work, like this is your time to show, exactly. showcase like what you've done. So it's fun. I know. And also too, like going on stage is like another opportunity to like, just get out there and do what you've been rehearsing. Mm. Like, I don't think it should be so scary. It's no. like, I feel like the stage is sort of the place where you can make mistakes too, because that's kind of like, you know how they say that show business? Yeah. Like, it's like how you deal with the mistakes on stage. And you like know your limits as well. Mm. Like I'd always try and do like, I don't know if it was like a solo or something, I'd be mm. like, let's aim for three pirouettes. And exactly. if I do two, I'd be like, oh, well, I landed it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. It should be your time to sort of just, just test and try things. Yeah. Like why not? Hey, I agree. Yeah. Have fun with it. So our next episode, we're going to be talking about periods. Yay. We love periods. <laughs> we have so many things. Advice. We're going to tell you guys our first period stories and yeah, horror funny. stories. Yeah. yeah. We have a lot of um, advice to give on that and a lot of story times. So yeah. get ready, guys. We're excited. Woo-hoo. Thanks for listening today. We love you guys so much. Bye, dancers. This podcast is brought to you by Claudia Dean World. Make sure you follow this podcast, our Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. See you in the next episode. Bye, dancers. <laughs>